Do you have any questions? Nope, I don't have any questions. You've covered everything in this interview. Thank you so much. Explorers, we have to have questions. So in this lesson, we are talking about what types of interview questions to ask the hiring manager and why they're so important for your interview. Welcome back to Exploring Communications, where we give you communication strategies for clearer speech, stronger relationships, and successful careers. In today's lesson, we're talking about the importance of asking good interview questions at the end of the interview, during the interview, and you don't want to end with, no, I don't have any questions. Not having any questions will make you seem unprepared. It's as though you didn't do due diligence, you didn't do your homework about the company, and it just gives the impression that you're not really being selective in this job search. You're almost desperate you'll take any job because you're not asking whether this job is a good fit for you. It's as though you're not really valuing yourself enough to ask the questions that matter to you about the corporate culture, about the potential challenges you'd be facing in that position, about the ladder, the corporate ladder you'd be climbing there, about the other opportunities given to you in that role, in that company. So by not asking questions, you're basically telling the hiring manager, I'm not that interested. I'm just doing this interview because. So we don't wanna do that. Instead, we wanna come up with some really good questions and because we're trying to be as prepared as we can for this interview, we want to think about those in the prep phase, in the preparation stages of this interview. So it's a great idea to come up with a couple of questions, maybe five to seven questions that you'll be able to ask sporadically throughout the interview, but also at the end. And it's a really good way of making sure that you're hitting the different types of questions that you'll have to help you understand if that is a place that you would like to work, if those are people that you'd like to work with, if those are projects that get you excited. Let's talk about the two types of questions you can ask the hiring manager and prepare so that you go in with a lot of confidence and poise and being able to effectively communicate those questions to the interviewer. The first type of question, you wanna ask questions that help you understand if that company, if that startup is a good fit for you, if it's a good match for your goals, for your dreams, for your aspirations, whether you see yourself working in that environment. So it's really important here that you don't ask a generic question about the corporate culture, let's say. So instead of saying, what is your corporate culture like at this company, you ask a more probing question so that they'll give you a more descriptive, authentic, sincere answer. We don't just want a canned answer. So if you're too generic with your question, you will get canned responses that don't really shed light on what you're trying to get at, which is, do I want to work in this place? To sum up, we want to ask questions that'll help us understand if we want to work at that place and help us decide if it's a good match for us. The second type of question you want to ask is something 
that originated from the discussion, from the interview itself. This is a really good way of showing the hiring manager that you're listening to what they have to say, that you're really paying attention and that you are mindful about what's going on. You're not thinking about your resume. You're not thinking about the job description. You're not thinking about how you're going to answer the question. Yes, you do think about those things, but you don't want to give the hiring manager the impression that you're not listening. So to do this, I want you to have an idea as to what you're going to ask them, be it something about their project management tools or any software that they use. Maybe you're asking about the industry. Maybe you're asking about the competitors in that industry. Maybe you're thinking about how they differentiate themselves in their products, in their services. So these are a couple of things that we can think about to then ask in the interview. And what's really great about priming yourself is that you listen for these things that then originate in the discussion that you're going to have with the hiring manager during the interview, right? So think of one or two things to then ask about later on in the interview. So you can make a mental note of it as they're talking about it. And it sort of gets you thinking about a question you can ask. Or you can actually physically take a note, write it down, jot it down. This is not a bad idea because you can have a piece of paper or a notebook. It shows that you're actively engaging and participating. And there's nothing wrong with taking notes in an interview, right? That's totally acceptable. But to do this, I really want you to be able to generate some questions from the discussion that you have And that's really going to do wonders for the impression that you're making on the hiring manager because it emphasizes your ability to listen. And listening is the most important team skill. So they're really going to appreciate it. Let's jump into some examples for these two types of questions. So for the first one in deciding whether this is a right fit for you in terms of the job, the company's culture, the environment, the types of projects the ethos, you could ask something like, what do you guys do together outside of the office? This will help you understand what the company's culture is about. How much better is it than just asking, what's your company's culture like? That's such a generic, boring, bland question that will ensure a canned response. So instead, you ask, what do you guys do for fun outside of the office? The other thing you can ask, another example, is what personality types do really well on your team? This will give you more information as to how your personality might fit in with those team members, with the company's culture, with who and what types of people tend to gravitate towards that role. So it's so much more thoughtful to ask these types of questions and to really think about them ahead of time based on what you want to get out of this interview, out of the discussion, right? Because it's as much as your decision to work there or not as it is theirs, you have to be selective as well. And you're not trying to give off the impression that you're desperate for this position. Even if you want this job and it is your ultimate dream job and you don't have anything else lined up, you do not want to give them the impression that, that is the only thing going for you at that moment or that it's your 
ultimate dream job because it doesn't give you much leveraging power. And when it comes time to having that negotiation discussion, the salary talks, you want to have some leverage as well. So it's really good practice to show your enthusiasm, your authentic passion for the job, the role, the company, but don't overdo it because overdoing it will come across as a bit desperate. For the second type of question, trying to generate one or two questions from the discussion itself, what you can do is have an idea as to what things you're going to be listening for. So as I said before, this could be anything related to the position itself, the evolved nature of the role, what will it turn into later? It could be about the competitor research. It could be about the product itself. It could be about where the company sees itself a few years from now to think about what the trajectory is for them. This way you have an idea as to how you can add value. Now you can ask these types of questions two different ways. And I really encourage you to do both. So the first one is to ask these questions, the ones that generate from the discussion itself in the interview, naturally. You should ask these mid-interview. Why? Because it shows that you're so confident that you're able to interact with the hiring manager. You're not just being talked at and just trying to answer whatever questions they throw your way. Instead, you're positioning yourself as someone who's having a conversation. It's bi-directional. And that is really the beauty of treating the interview as a conversation because it will immediately relax you, but also the hiring manager. And it will become much more conversational and so much better because everyone is at ease. Both parties are at ease. And you'll be able to really dive in and have good discussion about the job, about the role, about the company, and about getting to know the hiring manager to see also if you are a good personality fit as well. Getting along with the hiring manager is really going to do you well in the job search process. So how do you interject mid-interview? So you can do something like a topic shift where you're saying, speaking of project management, what software do you guys use? I like how you phrase that. Do you have any insight as to how that would apply to my role? So again, doing this mid-interview makes it seem like you're speaking off the cuff, that you're impromptu and that you're doing extemporaneous speaking which is really great in terms of showing the confidence that you exude, but also it shows that you have a very, very important and coveted and sought after skill, which is listening. This is super vital to leaders' success, to the company's success, to positive communication, right? It's not just about speaking well, it's also about listening well. And by doing these impromptu, or so it seems, questions, mid-interview, interjecting with a question, you're really showing the conversational nature and also your listening abilities. And the second way of asking a question is by saving it for the end. So let's say there really didn't seem like a good opportunity to interject with a question because it wasn't relevant to the topic at hand and there was no way of doing a speaking of dot, 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 
you would then save it to the end. And this is absolutely fine. In fact, that's also encouraged. Remember, I want you to do both because of course they're going to ask you, do you have any questions for me? What are your questions? So they want to give you the floor, give you the chance to ask them and to be the interviewer, right? You can also think of it that way. So of course you're going to have questions and it's best to save the questions that don't really come up at all, but you still want answers to for the end. The questions that you save to the end, you really do want to put in some work as you're prepping them because you do want to get at whether they're a good fit for you, whether you're going to like the job three months in, five months in, one day in, right? Again, it's not just figuring out whether you're a good match for them. It's whether they're a good match for you as well, right? It has to be mutual. And so the questions are really going to help guide you and guide your understanding as to whether you want to be in that environment. So I really encourage you to think thoughtfully about these questions. If you're looking at the job description and you're not really sure about some of the details there, or there's not a lot of information about something you have a question about, then feel free to bring it up in the questions at the end. This is your chance to be able to show them that you've done due diligence, that you've read the job description thoroughly, that you've explored their website and other materials and other social media platforms. And then you're able to really ask some thoughtful questions. Let's quickly recap before we go. The problem that we're trying to solve is not having any questions at the end or saying to the hiring manager, no, you covered it all for me. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Right? We, <laughs> we don't want to do that because it makes us appear as though we're not prepared for the interview and that we're not really enthusiastic about the role, which is not the case. Not if you're really putting the effort and really putting yourself out there and interviewing at all. Why waste your time and energy to do the interview? right? If you don't have any questions, if you're not serious about that job. So the way we've answered this problem is by thinking about and preparing these thoughtful questions that we can ask mid-interview, interjecting, and at the end. And the two types of questions we ask are focused on figuring out whether it's a good match for us as well, if the company is a place that we see ourselves working in, and two, the questions that we can generate from the discussion to show our confidence and also our essential team building skill, which is listening. All right, Explorers, that's a wrap on this video. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please give it a like if you found this lesson valuable. It really helps us out so much. Like, share, and comment because that's how we'll keep running this channel. Take a screenshot with your phone and share it on social media. Be sure to tag Explorning so that we can share it in our stories. And don't forget to subscribe if you're new so that you can be up to speed on all things related to communication. I will see you in the next video. Happy Explorning.